My name is Logan Draper, and this is Modern Mad Men, episode number 45. And today might have been one of our best podcasts. It was for sure the best. If you're a fan of laughter and giggling, you're going to love this episode. This is a fun one. We talked about um, Burger King's new promotion, which is pretty genius. If you are interested or have had anybody talk to you about geofencing, you need to listen to this podcast. And I teach you how to build a home. That's the main thing today is I teach you how to build a a home, and I think it's worth your time. Uh, We would love it if you would take two seconds to subscribe to the podcast and to hit us with some stars. That feels so gimmicky, but we need it. All right, let's roll. You ever spend any time on Reddit? Not really. Me either. Why'd you ask that? Because I just, I just googled um, <coughs> internet's. Uh, cause I, I think that, I knew that was their slogan, but the internet's homepage. Oh, yeah. Just to see what else popped up, and that was obviously number one. Why is that in your head? I was just seeing what like uh, what were big hot stories today. Oh, and so. See what? Like, huh. See what to the internet's homepage. Went to the internet's homepage. What's big today? You know what is interesting? Other than. D- <laughs> What's interesting, sorry. I kind of want to know what you're going to say. That kind of got me. What are we going to say? Nothing. Go ahead. What's big? What's uh, what's going on today? I mean, we ain't, we ain't just going to skip by it, bro. What? Um. Oh, did you see the clip of uh, my boy, George W. Bush, sneaking Michelle Obama a piece of candy at the funeral? No. It's amazing. I love that, dude. Was it the one today? Uh, yeah. Well, I think so. It said at the funeral, at his father's funeral. So I thought I thought they had a funeral like two or three days ago, and they had another one today. Was the first one not a funeral? Was it just like a... I don't know. I know they've been talking about that whole partner in crime thing <clears throat> uh, when they're at these big gatherings. But um, yeah, he like goes in the line. He shakes Trump's hand, Trump's wife, um, President Obama, and then gets to her and hands her a piece of candy. I don't know. I love it. What kind, of, what kind of candy was it? Couldn't tell. You can just kind of, and he really is kind of subtle about it. And she just like just starts laughing, and she just like kind of puts it in her pocket. I bet it was a butterscotch, probably. Some butterscotch hard candy. I thought it was pretty sweet. That or like one of those chewy caramels, caramels. I don't know. Is that a good candy to have there though? What the butterscotch or the the caramel? I thought you'd want like a Jolly Rancher. Yeah, you need something to suck on. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is a good podcast already. I did. Uh, I was on my break. I was, um, I guess I just had it on CBS, and they were talking about it, and they said that apparently George W. was trying to hold it in and not cry the whole time, and then he finally broke down. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that either. His uh, George H.W.'s dog laying next to his casket was oh, bad man. enough. Yeah. You know what's cool, and I used to be a hater of this, what's cool is that when someone passes away and we, especially when it's a figure, like in a, in a time where our government's just so jacked up and you hate everybody, everybody hates everybody, like it's kind of cool like to see people rally. Yeah. You know? And kind of put everything aside. What was that guy's name? Bob? Bob Dole. Yeah. They were like rivals. Yeah. If I got to, you know, well, fight I, to stand up and... I originally thought 
that because I saw that I saw that um, which my my history is probably just way off. I saw that the headline was like they were rivals, but I thought Paul, Bob Dole was like his vice president. Is that not true? I don't think so. I might be way wrong. I'm looking it up right now. I'm probably way wrong. I'm pretty sure he was. My, my history is absolute garbage. Dole won the Republican nomination in 1996. So I guess he is trying to get, uh, I don't know. They competed against each other. Okay. For the primary. Um, no, no, man, I think it's cool. We kind of, You kind of saw the same thing um, when McCain died. You know, people kind of rally. Yeah. And I don't know, it's honestly, I think it's something that's underrated and people should look at more. It's kind of cool to see that picture of the Clintons, the Obamas, the Trumps, and the Bushes all sitting in that row together. Like, that's super cool. Yeah. Because there's nobody on earth who know, who understands what they go through but each other. Are you hearing a buzz? Yeah. Like a little ring? I don't know what that was. I hear static, too. Do you? Yeah, that, that, is, that is super cool. Unfortunately, the only time we see that is when somebody dies. And it's not just a, just a normal thing. I know. Which it, it kind of is now with George W. and Barack and Bill Clinton. I feel like they're just best friends now. I mean, I don't know how you couldn't. I could understand you leaving the office and being like kind of bummed, like, hey, maybe they left me in a bad place or threw me under the bus. But I don't know how. Nobody else understands what you understand. No yeah. one else has seen the things. No one knows the stress. I mean, seeing those pictures of Obama, not throwing shade at him, what he looked like when he went into the office and what he looked like eight years later. Dude, that dude aged double. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine the stress. Yeah. I, I don't know what's the fun part of that job. Yeah, that that literally sounds like the worst job I can think of. I think the best part of that job is that you go down in history. Like, that's it. That's literally, you're going to be in a textbook, which if there even are those one day, but like, you're down in history. That's yeah. it. And I, that didn't sound fun at all to me. Yeah, yeah. I think it's hard enough running a company. I'm fine with not having that immense of responsibility and not being in a textbook. Oh, yeah. Especially in today's time, because it's going to be lose-lose. Yeah. You're not even looking to, like, really make happy the whole United States. You're looking, I mean, just 51%. Mm-hmm. And we're not even in a time where I feel like you can try to make things better. You just try to get reelected. Yep. Which is not good for our country. Nah. If you're just constantly trying to get reelected. What if you just made it? It's probably a terrible idea. We've talked about this before. What if you just made it eight years off the gate and you couldn't get reelected? So you're not trying so, to get reelected. You just like hey, so you just got eight years. Eight years. I, th- I think that'd be super beneficial. Maybe ten. I don't know. Ten times like because then terribly cause, long. Because then you don't have to worry about like two years into your presidency starting another campaign to get reelected. I guess if you're doing a terrible job, it's kind of hard to to fire that person. But I don't know. Like it just be there'd be some. I feel like there'd be some sense of peace that and this is probably a terrible idea, but some sense of peace if you're just like hey, this guy's gonna be our president. So no matter what side of the the world you're on or the United States you're on, like we're going to work together to make this the best eight years possible. Yeah. Like that's it. Not yeah. like let's toss one to the bus now because then it'll benefit us later and we'll get a, a this president. Like it just all feels like a nightmare. And I me. feel like that's a lot more realistic of a time frame for them to get done what they said they were going to get done. Yeah. Like I feel like four years is not a long time, especially when it gets like minimized to two, two and a half years and then it's campaign season again. Yeah. I guess either way you're going to campaign to some degree for the for who you want to follow you. I don't know. It just feels weird. Maybe we can't fix it. But main point, I thought that was pretty cool. Just found a dang spider bite on my hand. You all right? I don't know. I think my skin's rotten. Your forehead's real red. Is it? No. 
Can you just see my forehead bone? No. Is my skin just falling off? Katie and I found out yesterday. We went to um, Head and Neck Associates, mm-hmm. and we're doing a Facebook Live of doctor, one of the doctors getting a allergy test, and we found out that they test for cockroach allergies. Like, you can be allergic to cockroaches, oh, which totally makes sense, because those are the worst creatures on earth. I'm surprised you can be allergic to them. Apparently you can. They, they, they like, had a poster of everything they test for, and it's, like, all grasses and weeds and trees and, like, dust mice and stuff like that. And the only insect on there was a cockroach. Ugh. So, apparently apparently allergies to cockroaches is a real thing. You think everybody's just allergic to them because they're just disgusting? I mean, I am, for sure. I don't show any symptoms besides absolute fear, but... What if they have to get them to check you? What if how they check you is but, they just have one run across your back? That's, that's what I told Katie. I was like, what if we get in here and they, like, prick you with everything, but they test you for the cockroach by just letting it, like, crawl on you? Yeah. Like, yeah. That sounds like a complete... But also you have to get, like, I guess you have to get cockroach extract stuff put into you for this test. That's not that bad. That sounds terrible. Yeah, I think you're reaching. It's got to be just the same as all that's, those other allergies. That's what happened on the, the Men in Black guy oh dude that's you got an allergy test testing for cockroaches they put cockroach extract in them and then turn to a cockroach so when i was a kid my grandma would make me um sorry she would make me she would invite my cousin and i she would aggressively invite my cousin and i to go um to the kemp center for the arts and we would spend hours just licking stamps we'd lick stamps put them on there lick stamps and then apparently everybody else in the room had a sponge you get those cockroach eggs in your mouth? Yeah. No, I didn't. <laughs> but th- they told us that story while we were doing that, that like, somebody oh, had yeah, cut their way. tongue and then cockroach eggs had gotten in there. And, and then they, they cut the person's tongue. In this story, it can't be true. They cut the person's tongue and a cockroach crawled out. No way that's true. Zero like, percent chance that's, that's true. Like, that's like a scene from The Mummy. Yeah, there's no way. But that, that enough scared me. Can you imagine that? That would be my worst nightmare. I just I just take my tongue off at that point. Yeah, yeah. Screw Ugh. that. We just had a great weekend. We did. Caitlin's not here at the office this week. She's on her honeymoon. That was fun to get to celebrate her and Braden. Mm-hmm. Went to the casino Friday night. Your boy built a wall of chips. I did not a wall of chips. I would have had a wall if every single one of my chips were with the 50 cent chips instead of $5 chips. Yeah. But I think I, at most I had like five or six $5 chips in my stack at, any, uh, the, at the highest amount of chips I had. Yeah. Gambling's not a good thing for me, so I try to steer clear of it now yeah. of rare occasions. Yeah. You get you get kind of cocky. Well, I mean, you, get, you get on a different level. You know what my favorite part about that is? Is I get real cocky um, at a game that is... I mean, there's some strategy to it. You can play odds, but it's just a game of chance. Like, I was talking trash to people about hitting blackjack. Like, I literally willed that into existence. Maybe it's you like, did. I knew this was coming. I knew this was going to happen. And I was like, oh, man. Not a good not a good place for me. You were getting kind of lucky, but then you used the benefit of that luck and made some bold moves yep. and doubled down on I that did. luck and were just banking I did. Yeah, at one point I kind of blacked out and then uh, came to and I had over a $100 bet on a hand after doubling down and splitting a bunch. That was a problem. But that was, that was after I was out for three hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of I, chips. Yeah, yeah. 
You're awake. I wasn't. I wasn't asleep at the table. No. I think the highlight of that weekend, outside of how beautiful Caitlin looked, um, and that being her night, was seeing you just absolutely rip up the dance floor. Just rip the dance floor up. Dude, I I usually hate that stuff too. You were just absolutely destroying. I, th- I'm, I might have danced more at their wedding than I danced at my wedding. <laughs> Dude, I think when I, I looked over at one point. Um, I'm just like sweating that tux out. I'm sitting down and I look up and you're out there just dancing with Emily and Emily's just standing still looking at you and you're like doing a mixture of like the pop and the robot in her face. And dude, I spilled my drink everywhere. I laughed uncontrollably. Was it a, a look of embarrassment from her? She was just kind of like looking at you and then she'd start dancing. And no, she kind of had this like, it was like a really like, like it was a smirk. Like, like she was just kind of, I think it almost felt like she was either, it was one of two things. Either she was looking at you just like, what are you doing? Or what I think she was looking at you, just like this, like taking it all in, you know. And then at one point you're like pop, pop robot on her, and then you threw it up to yourself and then caught it. <laughs> oh man, it was amazing. Uh, I man. hope that uh, that was fun. Hope the videographers caught that. That was fun. Yeah, that's the most I've ever danced in my life for sure. It, it was probably like for me too. Those shoes though, I think it was the shoes. Changing shoes? No, I th- I think it was the shoes before because they oh, like slid yeah. so well, so I could just like move my feet and just slide across the dance floor, and it looked like I was dancing yeah. without having to do it with like minimal effort. So you weren't even picking your feet up? No, I was just sliding just, everywhere, just uh, kind of moonwalking everywhere. And then apparently I just started grinding on Emily. Yeah. Well, you know what? <clears throat> you got to do what you got to do. I think that when I changed into the Air Force once and got into some comfy shoes, man. At that point, just the inner dancer in me came out. I put on those uh, my white shoes and rolled up my my tuxedo pants, and then Cameron saw me and kind of looked at me with like a disappointing look, and then we kind of bonded over it. I'm no, like, you know who saw you when you walked in? Who was Danny? Danny Cremain saw you walk in. He looked down at your at your feet, kind of like squinted, looked up and made eye contact with me, and just shook his head. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah, he's just like, "What is going on?" And then he probably saw you dance and locked up. Well, it was. I thought I thought I had the good, I had thought I had the approval to change shoes. So I looked down and I was like the only one with my uh, dress shoes on. Like I looked down and saw you had. Of course, I guess y'all's were like black or gray tennis shoes. Then I just walked into some white ones. Braden had I think Braden no Braden had some blue. Did some he like blue Adidas shoes on? Yeah, they didn't match, but it's, it looked great. It's probably the pants rolled up that that did it for me. It was hard to see your feet though, how quick they're moving. <laughs> Just sliding across that floor. Yeah, that was fun, man. Band was good. Um, I I'm out of the fantasy playoffs. I am. Had a rough stretch there at the end. Made a big trade with uh, Le'Veon Bell to get Melvin Gordon. Josh Anderjack threw me under the bus on Facebook on that one. Made fun of me for keeping Le'Veon all year, which is fair. Did Did he approve the the Le'Veon for Melvin Gordon he trade? Did, I didn't tell him that. No. Um, also, didn't say on here that it is a keeper league. So I was yeah. holding on to a key. That, that, that'll just kind of change everything. But, uh, yeah, went for <clears> Melvin. <throat> Melvin got hurt. And uh, I'm lost, man. Yeah, I just, I, I just picked up in the in the our Yahoo League. Um, I picked up the Steelers, I guess, third-string running back because James Conner is out. And on Yahoo, he's also a tight end. So I'm playing the Steelers now starting running back in my tight end slot. With running, league. so so how many, are you playing four running backs? Yeah. Wait, so Flea Flicker acknowledges it. 
No, they don't. Oh, Yahoo does. Okay. If they did, I'd, I'd actually feel comfortable with my team again. That makes sense. But, yeah. Is it fun your Cowboys are rolling? Just put hands on the on the Saints. Beat them about 13-10. 13-10. No, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, 13-10. What up? Which doesn't sound as impressive as it actually is because holding them to 10 points is pretty impressive. And the Cowboys were going to score again. Yeah. Well, probably would just kicked a field goal. Oh, they yeah, they they knelt it out like the two-yard line, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they were going to go down there and kick the field goal. That's what happened. And then on No, they got that uh, they got that pass they got that pass interference yep. that put them on like the one yard line and they knelt it out from there. Yep. It's a good win, man. It's a good time for sports coming into the holidays. <clears throat> this is gonna be a uh, a fun time. Uh so I found this article today, which is what we're gonna talk about today. I think this is kind of a genius move. I haven't told you about this yet. But you can get a ninety nine cent whopper. You can get a 99 cent Whopper if you order through the Burger King app. If you're within, I think it's 600 feet. Is that all Burger Kings or our Burger King? I don't know. I haven't found that out yet. But if you're within, I think it's 600 feet of a McDonald's. If you're within 600 feet of a McDonald's and you get on the Burger King app, you can get a 99 cent Whopper. Do they send, does Burger King like send out a push notification if you have the app? I don't know. That's, uh, a, that's a good question. Um, so it's Tuesday through December 12th. So it's not forever. And they're calling it the Whopper Detour. So they, they target McDonald's? Yep. That's, yeah. So basically, you go to your, your McDonald's. If they did send the push notification out, that'd be genius. But yeah, it's it says the promotion works by geofencing McDonald's locations across the country. If a guest is inside one of these geofence areas and has a new Burger King app on its device, the app will unlock the Whopper sandwich for a penny promotion. Dang. Genius. What's smart so, about this is that not only are they are they going after a competitor with geofencing, which we'll talk about, but they're also pushing the new Burger King app. Mm-hmm. That's smart. But do you, like, have to be in the Burger King app to know that that exists? Or do they, if you're like on Facebook in McDonald's, is there like an ad that you see if you're within the geofencing area? That's a great question, man. The push notification thing makes a lot of sense. And you know who does a great job of this is Redbox. Yeah, you are telling me about that the other day. And I can't remember. I was trying to look it up because I just changed phones. And so I don't have the app. But I think it would send me a push notification. I get text messages as well, which are annoying. But it would, it would always send me one when I went inside a Walmart or like a CVS, there's one outside, always get a push notification that's like, you know, most of the time it was like, check out these new releases, or sometimes it would say like, you know, buy one, get one free, or mm-hmm. buy one, get an extra day. But yeah, I think that, uh, I think it's a genius move on their part. I think it is too. Because I kind of want to download the app. Yeah. Like, I just want to download it just to see what it looks like. Yeah. Which when I'm going to do. When, you're, when you uh, told me that we were going to talk about geofencing today, I was like, the what popped on mine was like... For some reason, I was thinking about Cheddar's, and because I feel like that's a popular place for people to go to dinner in this town. Um, yeah. But just like driving to Cheddar's, and if you just all of a sudden got a push notification from like Bricktown or somewhere else, it's like, hey, you can get a free entree or a free appetizer with yep. the purchase of an entree. Yep, I'm probably going. Yeah, I'm probably I'm probably driving past Cheddar's and t- making a, a little U-turn and going to Bricktown. Yep. Do y'all eat at Chili's a lot? No. 
So we don't either. But the only time that we ever do is when Katie has a coupon for free queso. Mm-hmm. And that <clears throat> makes me laugh every time I think about it. It's like, what is that, like three or four bucks? Probably. You know, it, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't cost them that. It costs me that to buy it. I'm like, man, it just takes that something that simple. I know. To be like, oh, man, a free chips and queso? And we usually still get a meal. You know, the good old two for 20. It works especially well, well in Wichita Falls in like towns that are similar to ours because it's not like you have to drive for 30 minutes to get to this other mm-hmm. location. You can like everything was, is within a 10 minute drive. So yep. you're sacrificing like five to 10 minutes, maybe less than that to save money. Yep. All because you <coughs> entered this geofencing location and saw this ad or push notification or whatever it may be that, Yeah. Now you know about this deal. It's genius. And I guess they've, they've, uh, Burger King's caught some good traction today because I just, when I opened up my the app store under trending, was Burger King. So they, did they just start doing this? <clears throat> I guess. I saw it today. It looks like um, this article's from uh, yesterday. So within the last little bit. It's pretty genius, though, man. Um, see, when you open the app, it says... Order a Whopper for one cent only. Wait. How much did I say? 99 cents. No, it's one cent, my man. What? I was wrong. Are you in their geofencing location? No, no, no. It's it's telling me that I have to be at McDonald's. Unlock within 600 feet. So you would have to... No, I was wrong. It's a penny. So you can so you can open their app, see that they have this deal, and it tells you that you have to... Yep. Be by McDonald's to unlock it. Yep. So it's kind of smart though because they have like all these different things, like four days left on all of these, and it says like uh, you know mobile order only, one dollar crispy chicken sandwich, you know four days left on this like family bundle. Um, it's like all these different deals. See that's pretty smart. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me that you can like see the deal, but then you have to go to McDonald's to unlock it. You would think like, it would be the other way. Yeah, like you would go to, you'd be going to McDonald's, and then it would unlock something without you knowing, so that it would divert you from McDonald's to Burger King. But the fact that you can go in here and see the deals, but it still says you have to go to McDonald's to unlock the deal. Why would you not just go to Burger King to unlock the deal? You know, hold on, this is about to be hilarious. Oh no, this is showing Burger King. It looked like it was showing which is supposed to be really funny. I opened up the GPS, and I thought it was showing the McDonald's locations on where to go. It's not. Um, oh, so it's not McDonald's. Um, it is, you're supposed to beat McDonald's. I, the locations are not McDonald's, no. But, yeah, man, um, I think it's a genius idea. I think they're close, and I don't know if the push notification does happen. I I turned them on because I have to drive by McDonald's to get yeah. home. It makes a lot more sense that way to me than – being able to see the deal beforehand, but having to go to that location to unlock it. Yeah. McDonald's should fire back though. They should. And they should, they should make it when you go to a McDonald's and give you an equal deal. Hmm. So now Burger King is like in theory, driving people yeah. here to get a Whopper and they're going to get them. And and they're, like, oh, or you could just stay here and get a $1 Big Mac. Uh-huh. They, they should do that. Um, for sure. The premise of it's genius though, in terms of the geo targeting. If, if that does, Register a push notification, which hopefully I'll find out when I drive home. Um, then that's genius. Yeah, it's completely genius. But what uh, what do you think about geofencing, man? I think it can be like super. I think it's like 
I don't know. I feel like it's almost like the the like impulse buys at like Walmart and stuff, like the stuff by the cash register. Like you weren't intending on going oh, to this good. place or buying this stuff, but it's there. And then all of a sudden you like, I don't know, you're like, oh, it'd be, it'd be cool to have this or uh, like it'd be useful to have this thing right now. So I'm going to grab this real quick because it's, it's cheap. Yep. And like, it's not going to cost me a lot. I'm getting a deal. It's right here. Um, so I, I kind of I kind of relate it to that, like for the like the McDonald's and Burger King situation, like like obviously I'm intending to go to McDonald's and not Burger King, but then I get to McDonald's and boom, this Burger King deal pops up. Yeah, if that's how they do it, and all of a sudden I'm going to Burger King instead of McDonald's, like the impulse thing. I wonder if Burger King was, is able to do it where it's like we want to select all McDonald's that are within a mile or two miles of a Burger King, which has got to be almost most. Because mm-hmm. if you could do that, it's not like somebody that's in a town that's like, oh, you got to drive 17 more miles to get it. Yeah. But if you got that push <clears throat> notification and you're about to go through the drive-thru, I think you're heading to Burger I'm, King. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting out of that drive-thru and going to get a one-cent Whopper. Yeah. Which I don't know. They probably don't make money off that one-cent Whopper, but you don't know what else the person's going to buy from that, from that order. I mean, if nothing else, they've basically used... Again, complete assumption, being a national chain. But they've used this. I bet you they, instead of running TV or whatever, they use these marketing dollars to say, hey, we're going to eat these one-cent Whoppers, no pun intended, and we're going to use this to push people down on the app. If they don't the app, we can give them push notifications. We can also put deals in. We can drive reoccurring revenue. I think that's what they did. Yeah. Because if you get someone to download the app, I I literally eat at Subway more than I should. Yeah. Because the app has everything saved, it's convenient, and the subway bias is a drive-thru. Yeah. So I can just pull in, pick my sandwich up, and go home, or come back to the office. Yep. Like, that's a win, and I'm going to yeah. keep eating there because of that. Yeah. I feel, I feel like geofencing could absolutely kill in, like, downtown areas mm-hmm. or, like, malls. Like, if you, yeah. if, like, we're geofencing, like, just a mall, and people... Are there for like two hours, three hours on Facebook, on Instagram, whatever, and all of a sudden you get a deal for a restaurant that's close by. You're probably not going to go to the food court and yeah. go grab something from this restaurant that's really close by. Hey, it's happy hour. Yeah, happy hour here at Old Diablos. Yeah, or if you're walking around downtown at some event or something, yeah. all of a sudden you get hungry, you want to go grab a coffee, you don't know where to go, and boom, yeah, hit with a, a deal for coffee. Or some food. Maybe you're walking in to get coffee, and you get yeah. it, boom. It's like, hey, did you know that you can walk around downtown with a Wichita Falls Brewing beer? Yeah. And you're like, well, I'm going to keep walking. You're probably going to get a beer. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think it's I think it's super useful in certain situations. Let's talk about the bad. The, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this as, as nice as I can. So also, this, also events. So malls, oh, for malls sure. downtowns, and events, I think, could kill. And, and there's other situations, too. Sorry. No, no, no. That's good. Because we're going to get back to that. But this is this geofence word is something we probably hear all the time. I, think, I, would, I would say it's the number one thing people bring to us. Yeah. I think a lot of people get it confused with geotargeting, which are they're different. They they're have, very they, different. They have, they have similarities, but they're different. Very different. And I think everybody likes the premise of it. But I think... I think the application of it is very poor most of the time. Mm-hmm. 
Because it's very easy. Okay, if we're a salesperson and we walk into a meeting, it's like, hey, this is like the easiest hook. What if we just geofence your competitors? Mm-hmm. Right? Like you're a financial institution. What if we just put a geofence over your competitors and when they walk in, they get fed your ad mm-hmm. on Google and Facebook? I just wanted that to settle in because that's not a great idea. <laughs> I mean, in, in premise, yeah, but like if you're, how many people walk into a bank every day and they're like, hmm, maybe I should switch banks. Then, oh, oh my gosh, there's an ad here for a bank. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that's the best use of your money. It's not terrible. But yeah. It's not a game changer. I mean, it, it, that, that situation could have been useful. Like locally, we just had a bank that shut down. Yep. So it could have been useful in that situation, but I don't mm-hmm. think established banks people are going to walk in and see an ad for another bank like oh shoot yeah i should probably not use this bank that i'm using currently yep and switch banks yeah like i don't i don't, I don't think that has enough pull to make people s- switch banks just like that and i think it's not um so when you're running facebook ads because you're a genius you know you're running them and they're very targeted and sometimes i think when you geofence you take out, this is going to sound weird, but you take out some of the targeting mm-hmm. because like a bank, everybody that goes in there, they're not, they're going to get fed the ad in the bank. They'll get fed it later maybe, but not everybody who goes in is looking. Yeah. And so you've kind of taken out some of the targeting to say, we want all of our competitors, people to see our stuff, which could be good in a branding campaign. But if you're not bringing an offer or finding people who are disgruntled or looking to change, I think you're wasting your money. Yeah. That's, that's like one of the big differences between geofencing and geotargeting right it's like geotargeting you can actually target beyond people being in a certain location yep like you can target interests behaviors um age demographic uh, just different demographic targeting and stuff like that so um you can do a lot more targeted ads with geotargeting um and geofencing just basically hits everybody that's in that yep. that fenced off area correct yep so they're, yeah they're they're Similar, but quite a bit different. Yeah, I also think the median in which you're delivering the ad is important. Mm-hmm. You know, Google's fine, Facebook's fine, but this push notification from an app is really nice. Yeah. But I don't think that that market is really there for most for most small businesses. Mm-hmm. If you own a restaurant, I just don't think it's there. Yeah. Like a, and even a, like a car dealership, having an app's cool. And I'm sure there's a benefit, but are you going to leave the app on there? Like I leave the Redbox app on my phone because mm-hmm. I'm going to want to order. Like I'm going to want to, I do that all the time. We'll be sitting at dinner and Katie's like, let's just get a Redbox. So I just get on my phone, do it. So then when I walk into CVS, like you have an opportunity to hit me, to remind me. But I think most most businesses that want an app, there's no benefit because they don't bring any, like they don't bring any value to your life Yeah. on a day to day. Yeah. ESPN, always going to have that on, on my phone. But they don't need to geofence, I guess. Yeah. I've, what if they did? What if, like somehow? How, how, how would they do it? What would, what would they offer? Do you think? ESPN. Just like yeah. What if they like just knew where you lived, and so like when you got home, then they hit you with like, hey, don't forget, blanks on ESPN or ESPN two right now. Oh yeah. Or they knew they maybe they knew you were like I guess it wouldn't be Buffalo Wild Wings so it wouldn't help you their ratings but yeah they knew you were coming home. Like, hey, don't forget about this. Yeah, that'd be a good way to use it. But, I mean, I I don't know if you can – I'm sure there's an algorithm that they could try to figure it out by storing it. I'm sure they could do it, but storing everyone's home is going to be somewhat of a challenge. Yeah. But I guess they can do it. 
They for sure can do it. I mean, shoot, you can do it yourself with uh, Hue lights or any of the home automation. Yeah. You you pull up in your driveway and your lights turn on. My my iPhone just automatically knows where my home is. Yep. When I'm leaving and getting there. Do you think they have access to that? There. Access to what? Know where your home is? I don't know. Yeah. They're they're doing that or just using my my habits and behaviors and just inferring that that's my home because I'm there. Oh, no, they, no, no, I'm saying Apple does. Do you think that these other third-party apps have access to it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I'm, okay, on the record, no, because the terms and conditions. But yes. But yes. They're going to tap in somehow. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think that it's something that people should look into. I just think most of the time people start with the solution and not with – like what they're trying to do. Yeah. I, th- I think people get enamored with the idea of it and it doesn't work for everybody. No. Like just because it seems like a cool strategy, it might not work for your business and yeah. you might want to stick to like just geo targeting um, or, or some other type of targeting. But yeah, geo, it, it, it can be super beneficial, but it all depends on your business yep. and like almost your proximity compared to other businesses. Yeah. I don't, I really don't think for Burger King, this is about, I mean, this is just my assumption, just the little bit I've read. I don't think this is about pulling people from McDonald's. I think this is literally a ploy to get people to download their app. I think the the whole, if you sit in that boardroom, I guarantee you the goal was we want app downloads and they just try to figure out what, how would we do that? Well, we should, we should put an offer on the app. So they just work backwards. Okay. What kind of offer are we going to do? I'll just do one one penny whoppers. Like, oh, that's kind of a cool idea. So if someone just downloads the app, they get a one cent whopper. Like, no, they got to be within the location of Burger King. And then someone in the room popped up. They're just like, what if they're within 600 feet of McDonald's? Someone's like, gold to troll. And that's how it went. So I was in the room. So could like a, I'm trying to think of like, like Kleenex. I don't know why I just pulled a Kleenex out. Could, okay. clean, could Kleenex geofence Walmart, and while people were doing their shopping at Walmart, have their Walmart app open to see what aisle everything was down, could Kleenex use that to send like, hey, make sure you stop by and get 50 cents off this box of Kleenex? Yeah, probably. I think you could also do it, especially, let's say, let's say Kleenex had a new uh, tissue, like a new product, and it's like... Uh, I think they used to have them where they have like Vicks in them. I think they used to have clinics that have like either lotion or Vicks yeah, in them. Yeah. So what if that was a new thing and they're like, we're going to target uh, people that are at the doctor right now. Mm. People that are at like doctor's offices or at emergency rooms, not probably not emergency rooms. And then while you were sitting there, you got fed the ad. It's like, hey, download our app or stop by blank and try this or claim this offer. I don't know. It depends on where you, that's another thing people forget it's like, what's the immediate? Mm-hmm. Because if you if you tell me about something right now, I, I want to be able to take a step. So in this case, I just downloaded the Burger King app. But I would have forgotten about this. And if they had, do have the push notification set up, they've got me through the first step. second step would be being at McDonald's or driving by. They feed me that. I'm like, yep. with the car around. If they, if they sent you, if you're, dri- if you're driving by Walmart to go pick up like a, like a 20 order of nuggets and all of a sudden you got a push notica- notification from Burger King that said the steakhouse burger is back. 
I'm just like Marshawn Lynch whipping. <laughs> like I might even hop out and ghost ride for a little bit. Like I'm heading over. I might not even be in the mood for it. Which, by the way, that's the greatest fast food burger ever. Steakhouse, man. Bring it back, Burger King. Bring it back. <sighs> that's heartbreaking. Yeah, I, I agree with you, man. I think people need to understand the difference between geofencing and geotargeting. And I think people need to have a reason why they want to do it. Like, yeah. hit, hitting their competitors <clears throat> is cool, but why? Yeah. I mean, I, what's, the, what's the tangible next step? I feel like it can work really well in, like, the, the food industry. Um, but, yeah, like, finance industry, I don't know if geofencing is going to work that well unless, like, a bank's closing and people are still going there to, like, I don't know, withdraw money and stuff to set up another bank and then you can hit them. I don't know. But there, there, there are certain industries where it's going to work better than other industries. So. McDonald's should fire back, though. Yeah, just, they, that, that'd be genius of them. Just to make it a PR show. You know who's going to get in on this? Yeah. Wendy's. Wendy's? Wendy's is definitely going to get in somehow because they're geniuses. But there's, yeah, there's what if gonna... McDonald's is like, hey, we're going to give out nine, we're going to give out one cent uh, um, Big Macs if you show us your phone and show us you don't have the app, the Burger Ooh. King app. You don't have the Burger King app? You get a, nine, you get a free. We're going to give you a free Big Mac. Jeez. For everybody in the car who doesn't have a phone, we'll give them one too. We don't care. That'd be good. Like just doesn't care. That'd be good. That'd and be Wendy's good. is going to be over here just in the middle. Free Frosties. And Wichita Falls, Wendy's is literally in between yeah. Burger King and McDonald's. Yeah, and they're just like, I mean, just jump in on it. It's a PR. I mean, they put this out. USA Today, everybody picked it up. It's free marketing. And then download the app. Show us you don't have the app. I don't think you can do that. I think that'd be like a logistical nightmare. Everyone pulling their phone out in the drive through and stuff. But what if, like, if I was McDonald's, I think my response back would be like, hey, you within 600 feet of a McDonald's, the restaurant where you were intending to be, and we'll match it. Don't wait. Save the gas money from driving across yeah. town to this bummy burger and come in here and catch one of these fish fillets. You know what I'm saying? These McRibs. Yeah, come get one of these McRibs. We're bringing the McRib back for today. Mm. I don't have one of those. Or what if they just like went real savage and just like, hey, come on in. We're going to give you two free McWhoppers. Just made their own burger. Just, <laughs> we're going to give you a McWhopper. You can try our new McWhopper. Yeah. For free. For Yeah, for free. If you delete this app. Yeah. In front of us. If you, if you, as long as you promise to drive by your closest Wendy or, uh, Burger King and throw the trash in their parking lot, we'll give you a free one. We're going to need you to pull out your phone and show us that you're leaving a battery for Burger King, and you'll get yeah. a free McWhopper. Yeah, we'll just hit you up. I respect Burger King for that, though. I think it's smart. Download the app. Yeah. Uh, I, I would love to get to see what how many people actually do it. But also, I think you had a good point. How many people <laughs> How many people go the extra two miles to go buy a McDonald's, check in, and then go back over there. And I'm yeah. sure it's a lot of people. So that's I don't understand how they're like formatting theirs, where you can already see that the deal is available, but then you have to go to McDonald's to unlock it. Yep. Like why, if you can already see that the deal is available, why would you not just go straight to Burger King to unlock it? Yep. That's the only thing that doesn't make sense with <clears throat> to me. Man, that would have been a, I guess, I guess it's smart for people to know that's a thing. Just to download the app. Because maybe this... Here's my conspiracy. Maybe this is just a setup for other things. Maybe. Maybe. What if they if they did set this up where it is going to do push notifications when they have it geofenced, and then they're going to just start picking every month a different fast food place. So the next time you're at Steak and Shake, and you're sitting there, and it's like, 
come right now mm-hmm. and get you a free Whopper. Basically free. Yep. I wonder what that is with tax. <laughs> two cents? Yeah. Round, round it up, it's probably two cents. <laughs> what a bummer if you don't have cash. You got to swipe your card. Dad <laughs> <sighs> gummit. If they're having to pay processing fees on two cents, <laughs> they're down to like a lot. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I think it's a. Uh, I'm trying to read through this as I'm looking at it. And then, like, the whole like Snapchat kind of does their whole like geofencing with filters and stuff. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, th- I, th- I think the main thing is to understand that geofencing and geotargeting are two different things. Yep. They sound similar, but they're two different things. And not all industries, like, will benefit supremely from geofencing. Like, and to just, like, jump into it without a, like, sitting down and coming up with a strategy, it might not work for you. Yeah. Like, it might be better just to stick to geotargeting. You know what my futuristic prediction is? Oh, gosh, here we go. I just thought about this. I'm excited. I think it's already happening on some TVs. I got a notification on my TV, like, a year or two ago about something similar to this. But here's what I'm excited about. Here's where I think geofencing can get even deeper. Okay. Give me any scenario, like any, um, I'll see if I can make this work. Give me any place to eat or business. Just give me anything. So we're going to oyster bar to grab some catfish. Okay. And then going to see a movie after that. Okay. You got too detailed, but I'm going to figure it out. Oh, that's too detailed. No, I like that. Let's go with it. So let's say that you are um, pelicans. Okay, so which is a nice restaurant here in Wichita Falls that sells um, seafood, I believe, and steaks, right? Seafood and steaks. Sure. I've never been. Yep. Okay. Um, so maybe your competitor is the oyster bar. Can you imagine um, that person has gone to the oyster bar? Maybe they had a good or bad experience. Doesn't matter. But you know that person does like seafood, and you sell it, which is kind of a rare. Well, we don't have a lot of restaurants here that sell it. So then you go to a movie, whatever, and then you go home. And then your phone knows that you've been there tonight. It communicates with your TV because they communicate with each other. And then through OTT, through like digital, like through those digital ads on Hulu or whatever, you now get a Parkway ad. That's a pretty targeted person. Mm-hmm. You know the person's in your city for the most part. You know they like seafood. Mm-hmm. You know they have the money to go out to eat. Come on down. Mm-hmm. And what would be even cooler is if you could figure out through that to do some kind of an offer on just that. So the, we want to give an offer just to people who have been to the Oyster Bar. And it only shows there. And on that, there's a whether it be a code or a call now or whatever, that's interesting to me. Yeah. that's. And I think that's happening. That's kind of killer. Because I think our phones are already See, communicating with our TVs. That's, that's like, I know you just like thought of that off the top of your head, but... You've been like thinking, you've like had this type of mindset, this like marketing mindset Way too long. for like seven plus years now. So it kind of comes natural to you. A lot of people will just like see this term geofencing, like, okay, we're going to jump in and do this. Yep. And not have like a, like a strategy like that built around it. And they'll just be like, oh, people are at the movies at... They went to this 11 o'clock showing. We're going to send them a deal for our restaurant. 
that is going to be closed after the movie yep. is over. Yep. And yeah, no, it's I, just, it, it, it takes time to to, I, to to build a strategy around it. Yeah, I think it's just like everything else we talk about. It's like having. Let's just talk about something I know absolutely nothing about, which is making things. It's just like, I feel like it'd be the reason I hate. And I think the same reason people hate digital The reason I hate like making a table or building something is because I don't have all the tools mm-hmm. and I don't really know necessarily what I completely need. I can watch the YouTube video, but then I have to go out and get the tools, learn how to use them, whatever. And it would be just easier to have someone else do it most of the time. AKA just long story short, use us. No, but like, I think that's the same thing is that people have to realize that like OTT, which is over the top, which is Hulu ads, um, Facebook ads, Google ads, um, search engine management, and then geofencing are all tools. Mm-hmm. You don't have to use all of them. The job you're doing may not even call for that. But knowing you have it and then figuring out what you're trying to do. Like, I want to make a table. I want to drive people to download my app. Like, starting there. Like what's the end goal for everybody is make money, but how are you going to do that? What's that first step? And then build them back. And if geofencing is in there, use it. Yeah. Facebook gives you a lot of great tools for that. Google's pretty good at it. YouTube is great at it. Um, I think OTT can do it, but like, man, knowing that you have the tools, knowing which tools to use, I think is everything. And sometimes you can get the job done. You can make your table without using all your tools. Yeah. And sometimes, instead of wasting the time and the money on the tools, you should just call some experts and have them do it. Like if you what? have a big budget and you don't know what you're doing with it, bring some help in. Yeah. Like, I feel like if I need to figure out how to build a table, I probably could. I'd probably have to call you and get some help for sure, or at least borrow some tools. But if you're building a house and that's your first thing, and it's going to be a hundred fifty to $200,000 home, homie. Get some help. Yeah. Because you're about to get into that home and put your dining room table down in the dining room, and then it's going to slide across the floor. (laughs) You're going to mount your TV, and it's going to look crooked, but it's not. Just the ceiling's caving in. (laughs) You're going to flush your toilet, and your your, um, sink is going to blow up. You know what I'm saying? You're going to go to put your bed in your bedroom, and it's not going to fit because the door is like three (laughs) inches wide. You know? Oh, man. Your, your dogs are going to be able to jump over your 10-foot fence because of how unlevel the ground is. I just want you to keep going with this. You're not even able to pull your cars in the driveway because even though it's wide enough, the garage is too short <laughs> to fit your smart car in. <laughs> I mean, you got to bring an expert in. I don't know how I blacked out for a little bit. But, I mean, you just you absolutely have to. That might have been the best segment of this whole podcast. Dude. I just like get frustrated. I mean, if you don't know what you're doing, can you just imagine me one building a home, but two getting up in the attic and running electrical? I mean, I'm just up there just running stuff, and then the electrician shows up to try to help me. At the end, he's like, "What were you doing here?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm just trying to get these lights to work." He's like, "Bro, that's an Ethernet cable. <laughs> that's not even wiring. You dumb idiot." <laughs> I'd be the first person to ever flood my home before I even had plumbing in it. <laughs> and that's what most people do digitally. They come oh, in. Oh, man. They're spending sixty to $100,000 a year 
and they're spending $30,000 on a geofencing. And then you're like, what do you geofence? You're like, my competitors. Well, what's the distance around your competitors? You know, 1,000 feet. You're like, oh, so every business on the block, you dumb idiot. Golly. You got a freaking three-inch doorway. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I'm done. Oh, shoot. I am for sure pulling this clip out of this podcast. Dude, I... I don't know. Oh, man. And listen, there's a lot of capable people. You can learn the digital game. <laughs> what are you even talking about now? There's a lot of cable people? Dude, I don't know. Watch <laughs> idiots, man. Watch <laughs> idiots. Long story short. Don't try to build your own home. Don't build your own home. <laughs> Shoot, you probably shouldn't even build a table. Probably going to suck. Mine sucked when I tried to do it. It's just small things, too, when you're building stuff. Like, I had to call you and find out what kind of sandpaper I used, you know? I was just making, like, little shelves for Ellie's room. And I was, like, having to ask you what grain sandpaper I should get and what kind of stain I should get and how I should, how much I should apply. And everything's, like, and then it starts asking questions. It's, like, uh, what kind of wood is it? Is it mahogany? Is it, I don't even know anymore. Is it pecan tree wood? You know, you got that pecan tree wood you're trying to stain. Well, you need to use this special stuff. And I'm like, well, how do I, how do I, how do I check the wood? Like, I, I just bought it somewhere. I just walked in and just bought some. I don't know. Uh, and then you're staining it, and it comes out looking like crap. And then I hung the shelves, and they're crooked. You know, it's because you bought that cheap wood. It is because I bought the cheap wood. The thing was just like completely warped. You know. I'm like, oh, uh, I'm like super gluing it together, and yeah, it worked. And they hold books. You got my cheeks hurting, man. My, my my mouth cheeks. Okay, we've gotten off the rails here, but long story short, if you ain't a pro, you get a pro. Uh, now, now I want to just like quit my job and invest the next ten years in building a home. <laughs> man, dude, I I don't know. You do know because you just ranted some of the some of the the best analogies <laughs> ever. I don't know. I don't know. Now I'm just like now I don't even think care about digital anymore. I'm just trying to figure out could I build a home, and the answer is yes. You could, but it'd probably save you money and it'd get done a lot quicker if you paid somebody. It would, and the, it would ensure that I had a front door on my home. <laughs> And a way to get in and out of it, you know? And windows. Things like that. Just basic life things. It's a real bummer to finish a home and then you're like, oh, I didn't even put the HVAC in. <laughs> I don't even have a way to have air conditioning in this bad boy. And I would put window units in, but I glued all the windows <laughs> shut. <laughs> Can't even do that. You gotta spend extra money to get those special ones to put in your home. Try to cool your room off. Fans don't work, so you have literally no electricity in the house. But you know what's good news? I can leave this janky home. I can get in my car, and I can drive to McDonald's. And I can leave McDonald's, go to Burger King, get a one-cent Whopper. <laughs> You're locking me up right now. Oh. I've missed doing podcasts, man. This might be the podcast with the most laughter in it. 
This is the way I felt when I was gambling. Just saying things. His words are coming out of my mouth. It's, it's all made. It's all made sense. I don't even remember, it, dude. I, I still feel like I'm talking about Bill Nahum. You, you have a gift with like illustrating things. Yeah, it's a, it's the preacher in me, man. And the funny thing is, like, they're probably not even people are gonna listen to this and be like, "I'm just gonna do geofencing at this point because this kid made no sense." But you, you can expound upon your illustrations in the most exaggerated way, and it all makes complete sense. You're just a great communicator. I appreciate that, man. I feel oh, like an shoot. idiot right now. No, you shouldn't, because that all just made completely sense. Like, made complete sense. <sighs> at least to me, it did. I'm probably, I'm probably gonna go back to listen to this and this. I'm like, man, looking. Yeah, what was he talking about? He must have been lit this podcast. And I honestly haven't even been looking up home stuff. Oh, you know what I have been looking up since what? we're just completely off the rails? Since I've been saving these whiskey bottles for like eight years. Um, not that long. Maybe five, <clears> but just have tons of like random. I was like looking up today how to make these whiskey candles so that I feel justified in keeping these whiskey bottles for so long. So if anybody's looking for a whiskey candle, just hit me up. I'll send you one for Christmas. Gonna be thirty dollars a pop for sure, though. Can you imagine though, just lighting up a a candle in a whiskey bottle, and it just smells like whiskey? Your house just reeks of a DUI. You know. <laughs> I got that smoker's laugh going. <laughs> Dude, I'm not even. La- I'm just laughing that you're laughing that hard. Sorry. I'm trying not to. I've, I have always wanted a. Uh, yeah, quit laughing, my man. I'm trying. To. I have always wanted a candle that smelled like the ballpark, though. Oh, uh, I think they, I think they have those. They make the scent because they apparently, which really bummed me out. Apparently, in some ballparks, and I might have made this up, but I think it's true. They pump it into the ballpark. They pump scent into the ballpark. Do they really? Yeah. So what? some of it's artificial. I think. I don't know if that's true. There, there's a there's like a brand of candle. I think they're called like man candles or something like that. Mandels. Mandels. Yeah, mandels. I think that is it. I just literally made that up. That's how uh, good I am at marketing. I, I think that's what it is though. Um, they make like gasoline scented. Oh, dude, I candles would... and like fresh cut grass candles oh, and for tobacco sure. candles. Oh man, I'm still locked up a little bit. Sorry, man. Hopefully. Listeners can actually hear over my laughter. Ugh. Did you find those man candles? Uh, from mandals. That's what it is. Mandals. Man candle for Christmas. Which one? So, okay, first off. This one's soy candles for men. No, that's not what I'm thinking of. It's country bumpkin, the dirt bag, dirty hippie. The Farmer, Grease Monkey, Hipster, Handyman. I think they're just called Man Candles. Well, they should have it's, called them Mandles. It's not Mandles, it's just Man Candle. I think. Man Cans is what this one's called. Oh, here we go. What is it? Oh, for sure. Man Can. Bacon Scent. Yep. Barbecue. Burnt Rubber. Campfire, <clears throat> cigar. Well, that's nice. Coffee, dirt, flapjack, barbecue, cocoa, fresh cut grass, gunpowder, grandpa's pipe. I mean, this is perfect. What 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 is uh what is that uh brand called or that company called? Uh, Beaver Creek Candle oh, Company. That's not that's not the one I was thinking of either. But that's basically the same thing. Yeah, and they're pretty cheap. It looks like they're four bucks each. Man. But if you go to one of their competitors' locations, you can get them for two bucks. What's the what's the best man scent? 
Hmm. I I'm, 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 I love the fresh cut grass. Snack. Fresh cut grass would be great. The ball. I just feel like maybe it's the whole experience. But when I walk into the ballpark, yeah, maybe it's that. Dude, I feel like I'm at home. Yeah. Dude, that, that almost. I literally almost started crying because I started thinking about Beltre. It's just like all the the hot dogs mixed mixed with beer, mixed with just every, it just concession stand food. And you kind of have that like somewhat the scent of that fresh cut grass. Yeah. You know, a little bit of dirt. If it's if it's seventy degrees outside, you got it's sunny seventy degrees. <sighs> Nothing better. And that scent's just called America. Yeah, that's a, that is literally America. I I love the smell of gasoline. See, I. I I don't think I do. I, I don't know why. Like, I don't know how long I could sit there before I got a headache. But, like, when I first, like, that smell, I'm like, oh, this is good. So, just, like, huffing straight gasoline, no. But, like, after you mow that scent you have on you? Yes. Yes. That's I what I'm talking I, about. Okay, okay, okay. That's okay. what I'm talking about. Not, like, putting your, I wouldn't want to put my head over the <laughs> Okay. That's the thing. No, no, no. Some people, like, but, like, sometimes at the gas station, you can smell it in the morning. Oh, you know what's a great smell? What? Is... Um, like fishing at like six in the morning, uh, and if there's any kind of a breeze, like it just the depends on what lake just, you're just at. Just like the the filthy water, yep, hitting your nose. Yeah, I don't know what it is. You got worms. Like I, maybe it's just all this is ambiance, which to me translates, but oh, it is the best. Just that stink bait mixed with mixed with worms, mixed mixed with lake water. You know, a what, cool breeze. There's probably a little bit of whiskey scent in that too. You know what else used to be a favorite smell is a with nobody in it. No crowd is is a basketball gym. Uh, Sometimes you smell it would smell obviously terrible, but like fresh basketball shoes. Oh man, dude! So I'm about to go ball tonight now. <laughs> about to ball tonight. Um, yeah. Hey, before we finish this podcast, we would love it. I just laid out my whole brain for you guys. I would appreciate it if you would take two seconds and you would subscribe to this podcast hit it with some stars preferably five but we'll accept anything really at this point um we have some exciting news we are building out um a podcast set full podcast set um it's gonna be really cool we'll probably bring video back we're gonna work through that a little bit there's still some logistics but we'll be in the podcast set probably well this month for sure um this is december so we'll be in the podcast set um, and it'll be permanently set up, so it'll be a lot easier to have guests in um, and do kind of a regular thing. Probably bring live back in 2019. Do some like live sports watching. That sounded like the least sports fan ever. We're gonna do some, some live, live sports, sports watching. watching. Um, some more lives. Obviously, some more guests. Have so many people lined up. It's just been so difficult to do it this this time of year. 2019 is gonna be the year, man. It is. Um, Twin with a couple other podcasts that might come out. Like offshoots of this podcast? Yeah, I'll tell you about them off the podcast. Um, I wrote them down. I spent like an hour the other night building a whole deal around this. So with us having a set, it would be easier to kind of bring in some people and do some different <coughs> stuff. Um, so not everything marketing. Um, yeah. You got a word of wisdom for the people? It's going to be hard to follow. Well, I don't know. Man. Build, I, build your home, mother freakers. Yeah. Do not think, feel like you have to build your own home. <sighs> Use the tools that will get the job done. Use the help that will get the job done. And sometimes you don't have to use every single tool, but you probably do most of the time, a lot of the time, need some help. Yep. Doing something that you are not expertly versed in. So, 
You got anything? Give me some more house talk. Uh, well, here's the thing. If you own a business or if you have a family, you need a home. You have something to keep you out of the elements. A place to build a family, build a business. And if you have the ability to do that, good for you. It's going to take a lot of time, a lot of resources. My recommendation is get some help. Either, obviously we'd love for you to hire us or just call us and we'll try to help you however we can. Hire internally. Get someone who knows the game. Not easy to find, but if you can find that person, they're going to cost a lot, but get them. Or get an agency. Get someone to help you get your digital contractor to lay out the blueprint of what you want your future to hold. But to do that, you're going to have to be involved in it. Don't go buy pre-blueprint plans. Custom build the home of your future or the digital plan of your future. (laughs) That's what I would recommend. We have a lot of people that come in here and they want us to tell them what they need, which we can do. But it helps to know what they've already done, what they haven't done, and what their main goal is. And if your main goal is to just make money, that should be your goal. But there should also be other goals attached to that that you can obtain and you can track. So get a digital contractor. Help them help you build your blueprint. And then just start picking out windows and doors and maybe some hue lights, a nest. What your cabinets are going to look like. And then build your home. Build your digital storefront. (laughs) This is about to shift into us talking about websites now. (laughs) Might as well. I don't know, man. It's the holidays. Love people. People over profit. Marketing's fun. But at the end of the day, when you have a home... You don't have it to make money. You have it for people. Just gathered around, looking at that wheat Christmas tree you probably bought four years ago. It's got rats in it. But it's your Christmas tree, and that's important. So so sit around that Christmas tree with your friends and family and enjoy it. With man candles. With with mandles. I'm for sure going to buy some of these today. Oh, it also says on the site you can become a reseller. So I'm about to be, if you guys want to buy some man candles from me. Um, actually, why would I buy from another company when I have my own company? I was say. Yeah, that was dumb. Sorry. Yeah, subscribe to the podcast. We're going to keep this thing rolling. Um, to the people who called me out this week for not having a podcast up, thank you. We'll keep rolling. And, uh, yeah, this has been a fun, a fun episode. Oh, and swing by your local McDonald's so that you can go to Burger King and get a Whopper. <laughs> Genius. Anything else? That's. Let's roll. And we're out. <laughs>